Bye, Bob. Hi, Bob. And welcome to WWUK Newscast, The Pod. Hello, and my name's Danny, and there's been a Christmas miracle. And joining me to discuss that Christmas miracle is Andy. Hello, everyone. And Lewis. Hey, guys. Bob's gone, and Bob's back. Yeah. <laughs> Party time, people. Party time. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those of you that live under a rock, um, we are obviously going to be discussing... Um, Bob Chapek being fired from the Walt Disney Company as CEO and Mr. Robert Iger returning to the company um, for at least two years um, as CEO. Um, I mean, we know. I mean, what what are your guys thoughts on on the matter? We'll go. We'll dive straight into it. We'll dive straight into this. what are your guys' thoughts? The whole Chapek scenario and and Iger coming back. What what are your what are your thoughts on it? I think the board realised they made one hell of a mistake in allowing Paycheck to be CEO. I mean, you, you said it yourself, Dan. Well, I can't remember we were talking about this, but you can't run Disney as a statistician. You can't base it purely in numbers. You've got to understand the emotion, the people, what drives people. And he, you know, I'm, I'm sure is it he's a really nice human being to know, but and you know, I don't begrudge anybody a CEO job because I can only imagine how difficult that is. But I just don't think he was doing what the company needed. I mean, anybody who follows the stock market will know that since uh, Bob Chapek took over, the Disney stock took a 40 point nosedive. That's not including any loss for. You know the potential rev- loss of revenue through COVID. It took a forty-point nosedive. Mm. I haven't seen that since Mark Zuckerberg started calling Facebook, and that took a nosedive and wiped four billion off its profit. It's just, you know, it, he wasn't the right man for the job. And to, again, to put it back to money, Bob Iger is announced as the new CEO interim for the next two years to find his, uh, you know, his successor, which uh, whoever that may be, you know, Josh DeMero, for example. And this, this, the points on the stock recovered 10 points within a yeah. matter of minutes. Yeah, That's... it shot it, um, it shot back up over $100, um, $100, just over $100 a share after the news broke that um, Igor was ret- <laughs> returning as CEO. So, uh, and, and, and it was low. Yeah, that stock voters' yeah. confidence in one person against another. Yeah, yeah. Lewis, you were a big fan of JPEG, so take it away. Well, I wasn't really, was I? No. Hey, 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 not really. No, no. Um, you never said. So, I mean, first of all, when I woke up on Monday morning and saw that news that had come out about three hours beforehand. So it was overnight for us in the UK. Yeah. I was shocked. I was genuinely shocked because they'd only just extended his contract. 
three-year contract extension. Three-year contract. I mean, about three months ago. Yep. So somebody dropped the ball there, the board basically, um, and it was. I just think there's been a, a complete comedy of errors throughout this whole process. Um, now, uh, and I think Bob Iger clearly realised that he had made a mistake very early on he when he uh, when he had sort of said, "Oh, Bob Chakepeck is going to be my successor," uh, and there's obviously been a lot of behind the scenes politics going on there as well. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think what Andy said was absolutely right though. You can't, you can't run, you can't run Disney, the Walt Disney company on data. Mm-hmm. There has to be an element of, you know, tugging on the heartstrings. You have to wear your heart on your sleeve, uh, somewhat with this company particularly around the parks um but with everything because actually what you're what you you're dealing with people's emotions all the time because every film is it tugs on your heartstrings when you go to the parks when you meet characters when you go on attractions it when you interact with cast members it's all about your emotions it's all about how you feel we love Disney because of the way that it makes us feel. We don't love Disney because it brings brilliant spreadsheets out and, and you know, uh, tells us to, you know, do park reservations and isn't it great that we've got all these numbers because we've got these park reservations and we can put cast members here. We don't care about that. What we just want to do is have a great time feeling and, 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 and embracing our emotions. Mm. And only really and truthfully, only somebody that has a big dreams has has a real creative flair can really I I believe can run this company successfully. Um because you you have to listen to the fans. The fans are a massive part of of the Walt Disney Company. You have to listen to them. And for whatever reason, it felt like Bob Chapek didn't want to do that. Mm. Um, and I just think everything that he's done from day dot within the parks, when he was chair, the, the, the president of vice president of, uh, of the parks um, and all the other bits that went, went with it, yeah. you know, it, 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 you could just see how things were being chipped away you know, um, things like entertainment was being chipped away, cast members were being chipped away. You could see what his vision or lack of vision was, actually. The the vision was, let's make as much money as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, that hasn't worked in the long ter- term because, as Andy said, and you said, um, we've got a situation now where... They seem to be making lots of money, but actually their share price is falling and tumbling. Mm. So it's it's not making a blind bit of difference the amount of money that they're making in the, their quarterly figures, even though I believe the last quarterly figures weren't so good. No, quarter, um, four, quarter four was nowhere near what they um, what they expected it to be. Um, it was 
I can't remember off the top of my head now, but it was it, in terms of the report itself. That was probably the nail in the coffin, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we've been seeing things like rumours, like cast members being cut, people, you know, jobs, job cuts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. I mean, you know, within the parks, they can't, they can't sustain that because they can't deal with the people that they've got already. I was going to say so, they, haven't, they haven't got enough cast members in the park parks as it is right now to deal with exactly. the amount of guests that are, that are in, there. in Walt Disney World right now. Exactly. So where where those job cuts were becoming coming, but you know, was Disney saying there were job cuts coming because actually the job cut that they were going to do was Bob Chapek was the CEO. Yeah. So you know, I think. Uh, I'm I'm pleased with its development. You couldn't tell, could you? I've oh. been rambling on for five minutes, uh, but it's uh, it's definitely. I mean, I can only hope and pray that going forward we will see some some significant changes mm. to how the company is run. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if you look at. Um... You look at really what um, some of the messes that Chapek initiated during his what was it three years, two and a bit years um, as CEO. Um, the the don't say gay bill Jeez, in yeah. Florida, staying silent on that. That was probably the worst thing. At, at the time, just no, he just stayed silent. There was no, there was no involvement, and you had cast members wanting, wanting the company to get involved with that. Um, you know, not to mention all the uh, nickel and diamond, um, you know, ticket increases and things like that. And then, of course, you've got the the ever lovable genie plus to throw into the mix that's a you know that's a chapek baby isn't it and that uh i mean people people lost their minds the other day when it shot to 29 dollars a person and was like oh well uh oh is this what's going to happen now Iger's back and it's no calm down it was always going to hit 29 dollars on this day regardless of who the ceo was yeah always absolutely yeah um yeah, yeah and always. it's and anybody who knows anything about the way things, you know, go, it's patterns and trends. Like, you know, TV companies this time of year will always try and push movies because people are at home watching TV. Yeah. You know, normally you would see a cancellation in football, but the World Cup's on. There's always going to be people who go on holiday in Easter holidays. They know when the mm-hmm. patterns and the trends are. So, like you say, it was always going to hit $29 for that day. I can guarantee to you. I can guarantee to you when I'm in those parks next April during Easter mm-hmm. and I look at Genie and if Genie is still fluctuating in price daily as it is now, I can guarantee to you it's well over $20 a person. Yeah. Guarantee. There's no way unless they decide now we're going to cap it back to 15 and it stays at 15 forever or for the time being. There's no way next year, 14 days of my trip is going to be $15 for Genie. No chance. No. No chance. And, and it's, you know, 
I mean, should we just talk about Genie Plus now and what we think is going to happen with that? Yeah, yeah. But before we do, I just yeah. can I just say something else about the whole JPEG thing. We we have to remember that um, it's, this is not just one guy. No, you know, it wasn't just Mister Paycheck. It was there was people. You know, we talked about the don't say gay thing. You know, it, it, that's not in his kind of remit to kind of know what to say in that kind of situation. He's no, not that kind of a... It's the people that are feeding him the advice to stay quiet as well. They're the ones that should be. Absolutely. So this is all about the team, the people that he had around him. You know, there's been a loads, loads of faux pas over the last couple of years, yeah. you know, with things that have been said about people's, you know, what was it? You know, let's uh, reduce the size of the... Uh, the meals because of people's waistlines, it will help people's waistlines. You know that wasn't JPEG, but you know these are these are PR faux pas that are happening across the board and have happened for the last eighteen months. And you know, so we have to remember that this is not just uh, Bob JPEG. This this is a whole plethora of people that have and kind of let the company down. It's a company wide issue. Right. I mean, we've already seen Kareem Daniels go on with for Disney Media, and yeah. I think a lot of that's going to feed into the conversation we're going to have later in this episode when we talk about things going to Disney Plus. I mean, we, we've said it over the last three years, whoever's in charge of media working with Bob Chapek doesn't like Pixar. There hasn't been a Pixar film at the cinema in four years. Why? Mm. You know, all right, I, I definitely don't think Soul would have been strong to carry it off, but, you know, they... I, I think Luca would have done well. I think Turn Red was a fantastic film. Wasn't given an opportunity. The first Pixar movie to get to the cinema in the last four years was Lightyear. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely sure. think you know it's. But don't 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 forget as well. You're, I think you're going to see even more push with Disney Plus. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the market. It's, it's Iger's baby. Yeah. Don't forget, Disney Plus is Iger's baby. He is going to push that to the heavens and back. Yeah. He did before he left. He will now he's back. And he's going to obviously, and again, we'll get onto this later on in the episode when we talk about whoever may be stepping into the role of CEO once Iger does depart again. But he's going to want somebody that understands Disney Plus every nook and cranny on how Disney Plus works, how everything's set up. He, they'll need to know that. See, that, I, I, that, I, I slightly disagree with that. Andrew, but that's what I think your point is when it comes to JPEG. Yeah. He didn't know See, every nook and cranny of Disney Plus. I will be surprised, you know, when he stands there talking about Star Wars or something like that, he looks like a deer in a headlights half the time because he doesn't have a clue actually what he's talking about and it wouldn't surprise me if he you know didn't know who mickey mouse was come the end of <laughs> if you've watched the mickey mouse documentary on disney plus bob oh, Iger yeah. appears in it but where's chapek where's the current ceo yeah he's no, not there because he doesn't he doesn't care for the character of mickey and the personality of mickey the way the likes of bob Iger. Walt Disney himself, Roy Disney, 
Bob Iger absolutely adores that character. He understands everything Mickey Mouse stands for, where Bob Chapek clearly didn't have a clue what Mickey Mouse stood for or what he stands for. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's your difference there straight away. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's more about the passion for the product. I mean, I don't think the CEO has to know it inside and out. I think he has to have a good and or she or they needs to have a good understanding of the emotion behind it. You know, have the passion for the uh, the product. You know, my, my CEO is very passionate for my company, and he's very very enthusiastic talking about the direction he wants to see us go. But he doesn't know half the things the CIO knows about technology. He doesn't know anything about the finance side of things. But I think you're right in saying that the the head of media needed to be able to be that person to engage in the passion. Mm. You know, it's yeah, it's it's not just that as well. But I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have your CEO stand in front of a crowd of people and say, we've got this coming to Disney Plus and it's a new Marvel series or a new Marvel movie or Star Wars or something like that. Yeah. You need to at least understand what he's talking about. And <laughs> I never, that I never, yeah. I never got that feeling that whenever he spoke about a Disney Plus project or a movie or anything like that, I never got the feeling he understood what the hell he was talking about. No. Have you guys read the Bob Iger's autobiography, Ride of a Lifetime? No, I haven't. There is a... I've got it, but I want to. I haven't read it yet. No. So um, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I haven't actually read it. I've listened to it to an audible when I was driving around with work. But um, around about the time of the acquisition of Marvel and all that was going on towards the end of his tenure as CEO, he talks about Black Panther that, Basically, in his view, that was the most important film of a generation. Now, not specifically just because it was a superhero, not because it was an African-American superhero, because of what the film represented in terms of cultural uniformity, um, about compassion and about tolerance and about coming together for the greater good. And like you say, I've never once heard Bob Chapek had that level of enthusiasm about a product and or, or empathy, about, empathy, yeah, about yeah. it. You know what I mean? That, I think that's, I think that's part of the the problem. You know, I, I never felt that JPEG loved Disney. You know, I never felt that he came across, and maybe he he was just unfortunate in the way that he came across and spoke. But he he never, I never felt like you say, guys. He spoke with any kind of passion. He kind of spoke with any empathy. He kind of had the feels for what was going going on. Mm. And I think yeah. that that was his one of his biggest downfalls. It, he probably did. He might have done. We don't really. We could never even know because you could never tell that whether he was sincere or not. No. Like I said before, he was probably a very very nice person, but just didn't hit the spot as a CEO. Mm. You know, it's... And again, I'm not, I, I won't knock him for the work he did with consumer products no. because that, that's the reason why he ended up in the position he was because he'd done a damn good job with consumer products. Um, but again, like we've just said, he's come from a place where you don't, you you're there to make money. I know everyone's there to make money, but consumer products is right. What can we make? What can the families, you know, what can the families buy? What can we get them to buy? You know, 
okay we've got a new movie okay you guys go and do this we'll get these toys out we'll get this line of merchandise out let's get the money in blah 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 you don't you like you don't have any empathy you don't have any love you don't have any passion for getting to know the characters and the stories that are being told by this company so when <laughs> when they look at the figures and they go wow look at the money consumer products is making oh who's in oh bob chapek oh okay he's one to look at in the future and at the time bob Iger probably thought it was it, it well it was probably the only choice he had when he was stepping down was to bring in chapek as the ceo but you know like we, like you said earlier lewis it very quickly turned into a ah right okay i have messed up big time here because he doesn't actually know what what's needing to be done and you know well, i've said it a thousand times bob Iger's last meeting in front of the board and the cast members was don't turn this company into a statistic mm. Turn, he turns up, right? I'll introduce Mr. Chapek. Mr. Chapek steps up. Okay, we're now a data-driven company. You know what we were saying earlier, and yep. it's and it was doomed to fail from the start, really. I think, and I think the Walt Disney Company need to look at really not promoting from consumer products again to ceo because mm. i think it has been an utter miserable failure on all counts yeah i agree i agree yeah. i mean and and you know when we look at the things that jpeg has has done recently and like you know when you're talking about products and you're talking about like for example, when we're talking about Genie Plus, sorry, um, yeah, Disney Genie and Genie Plus, you know, because we were, you know, we were we were talking about that earlier, and that that is that really is a, a typical kind of JPEG type of pr product, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's that kind of nickel and diamond kind of scenario, which f fits really well, you know, if you're looking at a merchandise type scenario. How how can I get the most out of my out of merchandise? I mean, people will pay big bucks for it, and that's but that's a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, if people want to pay their money for certain bits of merchandise, that's a, that's that's a choice. But when you bring things like Disney Genie and Genie Plus into or G, Disney Genie Plus into the parks, where things have, I know it's still a choice, but it, it when it affects the emotional experience, yeah that's where things start going completely wrong. So do I think it's going to stay? I don't know. I'm, but I suspect it probably will. I think it's staying. I don't see it going anywhere. No, I agree. I, yeah, I think it's it, going to stay. I don't but... see it going anywhere. I think it'll go very similar to what the Max Pass was like at Disneyland, California. It'll be a set fee for the day, like it is at Universal, and it's not going to be per ride. And they would do that to, A, make the investors happy, and B, to make the population of Disney fans happy. Because most people, you know, you, you listen to the days a few years back, and you'll hear their team talk about how amazing that pass is at Disneyland. And I think... Well, they don't even have that anymore. They've got Genie as well now. 
No, but I think the genie will evolve into that, or that at least be become a, a flat fee for the entire day routing, like, you know, hey, it's $20 for every ride you want. Mm. I mean, how, how much is the pass at Universal for the day? Well, actually, it's about $65, $70, I think it is. It's quite yeah, expensive. It's, it's, it is quite expensive. But and, there's, a re- there's a reason for that with Universal, because they want you to stay in their hotels and you get it for nothing. Yeah. 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 That's the reason for it. Where's the incentive for Disney fans to stay in a Disney resort? Right, exactly. You know, yeah, if, there's, there's very little now. Was, yeah, if someone was to say to me tomorrow, oh, by the way, when you've got your two, three nights at Animal Kingdom next year, you're going to get free lightning lanes a day. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, my ears perk up. Yeah. And I go, okay, I wonder how long it is, how much it is for me to extend the stay, maybe four or five nights. Mm. Because maybe that payment outweighs, you know, it is the, 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 the chance to get lightning lanes outweighs the the price to pay for the extra days or something like that. Yeah. There yeah. are no perks right now. When it comes to I mean, Genie and Lightning Lanes and that, and, and and as you say, like, it effectively, if we say it's a, a for a Lightning Lane for a paid Lightning Lane, it's a fifteen dollar product, say, on average, mm-hmm. you know. So you give three of those away, that's forty five dollars per day, you know, or uh, well, per night, effectively. Mm-hmm. But you think of how much it costs to stay on resort. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's money for old rope, really. If you're just if you're saying that here's that perk back, it's like there's there's no real investment in it in them in it for them, and actually it's a massive draw, you know, for to bring in particularly guests from abroad like us from the UK yeah. back into, uh, you know, I see from a, from an agency point of view, people will wanting to stay on site less because there isn't the draw to do so. Yeah. Other than, other only than staying, that, we're only staying on property next year because of the DVC points and we just didn't want them to run out. Yeah. Or I or I can't be bothered to try and sell them again at this point and I, I wanted to use them because I haven't actually used my points yet since we got them. So yeah. that's why we're doing a couple of nights. But if I didn't have the DVC, I'd be in no rush to get back on property yeah i'm in mean, i'm seeing people wanting to stay close by off property or in villas that's what i'm seeing mostly no, that's no. where the, that's where the price point is right now i tell and, you what sorry Lewis, go on go on no i was gonna say what perk they could return if they really wanted to get people back in the hotels magical express and, and again it, it's a, it's a, it's it's something that could easily be put back into place and is actually going to cost them very little to do. Because look how expensive um, car hire is now; it's insane. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. guys, want to come to Disney World? Well, we, we'd love to, but we can't afford to hire a car. It's all right. Magical Express will pick you up at MC. I want to take you back. Let's book. Yeah, I mean, if the Sunshine Flyer can do it for fifteen dollars or whatever it is. You know, it's 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 not a lot of money. Mm. Surely Disney can partner with Sunshine Flyer and just say this is part of your part of your package. 
Yeah, they're the ones I mean, with the bosses shaped like trains. Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> they are funky, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it's like you know, it's for me. These are no-brainer things that yeah. should be coming back, but we don't know whether they're going. They they're going to. But right. I do think if I think if you're looking at like we've just talked about the the fourth quarter and the numbers, etc., like that. You know, I too tend to think that I would imagine that the next year or so is probably not for on-site guests in Walt Disney World is not looking quite as rosy as it they probably wanted it to be. Mm. And, and I think that they're going to have to start putting some offers out there to well, entice they've, guests. They've just put a DVC members discount on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser today. Mm-hmm. So. And th- and that doesn't surprise me, and I think we're going to see more of that. And I, yeah. I actually think, to be honest with you, I think Star Cruiser is going to come down in price ridiculously. Yeah. So uh, they've I, offered. Uh, sorry. Go on. No, sorry. They've offered. Um, so they've offered DVC members thirty percent off the original points. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Thirty <laughs> percent. How bad but, must those bookings be? Yeah. It's it's but the problem is, and we've talked about this before, and, and we're getting off topic a little bit. Yeah. But it it's a non it's a non sustainable product, and it was another one of uh, well, I feel like it was one of Chapex brain child childs. You know, I mean, it, it came in on his watch. He seemed to be pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. But it, it's a non sustainable product because it doesn't seem to be any kind of re. Or enough rewritability, like rewritability, re reusability. Yeah, I know there was some some funky rooms that people could get to and couldn't get to, and all that kind of stuff. But do you really want to pay two and a half grand a pop to try and find one of those rooms? I don't think so. When essentially the storyline is going to be the same. Um, It's yeah, but I've not done it, so I can't really fully comment on it, but. From the, the outside looking in, it, yeah, I mean, and, and being a Star Wars fan, it just seems a bit of a nonsensical thing to do. Yeah. Me and you, I know if you turn on and said to me next week, Andy, we've got complimentary tickets to the three of us to go, we're going to go spend two nights there. We, we, we would nerd out massively, we'd have massive geekdom going on, definitely. We'd love it, but the truth is, like you said, there's no re readability. I mean, it, it's Christmas, right? We could tell by Danny's decorations and background. Is it? Where's the Life Day celebration storyline? You know? Mm. Where's the let's do a storyline with Bounty Hunters? So this time it's actually not Kylo Ren that's going to board it. Let's let's have... But do those stories fit in between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker? Because if they don't, then according to the the timeline of Galaxy's Edge and Disney and the Star Cruiser, those stories and characters don't belong anywhere. Hence why we haven't got Mando, Grogu, or anything like that. Right. So, great example. Pirates. You know they do like the Pirates Cruise? Like, there's specifically a four-day cruise in the Disney Dream World. It's all Pirates theme, not just one night. Um, do a Pirates Cruise on the Star Cruiser with Hondo Anaka being in charge and making an absolute farce of it all. But we know that's set within the time frame because it's Hondo that gets from the Millennium Falcon. So, you know... Resistance training camp, you know. Uh, 
There's so many different. <laughs> there is there is a lot of things that they could do with it, but you know that that's a that's a topic for another day. But yeah. it, it you know it it's uh, uh yeah, it's just another one of from, in my book it's just another one of JPEX classics. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So. Um, I mean things like obviously the dining plan. Um, obviously we haven't got a return of that yet, or or any kind of return date. Um, personally, I think this will probably come back. I think it's more of a staffing issue than it is a we don't want to hand it out. I think it's a, once they get the cast members back in place where they want them and they get all the restaurants um, back up and running to where they want them to be, then I I would expect the dining plan to return Um once that's happened, I don't know what you guys think, but to to me, I think the dining plan is a no brainer to bring back. I I agree, um, definitely, and and I agree with you that the staff issue. I mean, it's funny. I, I so um, I'm you guys. You guys know, but the uh, the listening the listener doesn't know that I'm actually sitting in the hotel room in, in Malta at the moment. And I've been going around visiting uh, hotels, different hotels today. And I've had a really interesting conversation with one of the uh, sales managers at one of the uh, hotels uh, uh, here in Malton, Valletta. And uh, they're saying, like, in, over the summer, they could not get the staff to cope with the, the people that they had in resort. Yeah. And, and uh, so it's not just a Florida thing. It's, yeah. it's a worldwide thing. Yeah. But... The problem is hospitality in general is a really quite low paid position, low paid job. Uh, what the pandemic has done is kind of then taken people out of their comfort zones in hospitality, put them into different roles where they're getting paid more and they don't want to come back to hospitality. Yeah. Um, so therefore, what Disney needs to do uh, and and other hospitality and, and parks and everything else they need to raise their game and pay more, which actually then is going to be passed on to the consumer at some at some point. I already feel that Disney are doing that anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So there is no reason why they can't increase their, their pay to their very amazing and hardworking cast members, actually get those genuine cast members back into play because I think that will make a hell of a lot of difference. Um, and, um, and I think... Uh, you know, we haven't really kind of talked about Bob coming, Bob Iger coming back, coming in. But I think Bob Iger is, and I know, I know he's got a whole company to to consider, and it's not just the parks. And we focus very much on the parks. Yeah. However, I think he's more of a visionary. He understands the the fan. He understands what the guests needs, and I think he will kind of say, "Look, how do we get people to come back so we can." give a full offering to our guests. Um, and I think that that in yeah. the in the that will be a short term plan of okay, let's get more cast members. How do we do that? Probably have to pay them more, get them into the service industry, and then they can open up the restaurants so we can enjoy garden grill breakfasts and hey <laughs> and you know and then, then the dining plan can come back. Because yeah. we're actually we're actually craving for it, and I think actually, as an on-site guest, I'd quite be happy to pay for some of it 
all, if not all of it, um, because it was such a it's a it's a good tool. Yeah, it's a good thing to have. Yeah, so even if it's just quick serve, like the I, I, I've had the quick just quick service before. Yeah, brilliant. Work wonders. Yeah. Work wonders. I was yeah. um looking at some jobs recently because you guys know I'm studying a degree in cyber security and IT and trying to think about my next steps in a couple of years when I graduate. So I'm trying to get ideas like I'm planning for. And one job I was looking at was uh, an iOS uh, app developer security analyst, funnily enough, working for Disney, based out there, New York tech office. And I didn't realize, and I should have done, it was quite a naive thought that depending on your role within the Disney corporations, your benefits are different. So obviously, Bob Iger is going to have mega benefits compared to Billy Bob over there. that works uh, Yeah. Popcorn cart in the Magic Kingdom, yeah. But I, funny enough, I, I was looking at it while I was watching an episode of The Office where they, they're trying to get Dwight to decide what level of health benefits you're going to have. Well, it's like it's the simple things: increase the basic salary, definitely increase the benefits. If you've got a worker don't, that doesn't want to come back and say twenty five thousand dollars a year because they're on the basic health benefits that doesn't cover their kids, increase it to cover the kids. Look. Use the JPEG analogy of looking at a cost analysis and see how much on often your staff would actually report sick and use that benefit. Would it not be cheaper just to turn on and say for an extra 5000 per year for a member of staff on the front line, let's increase their dental, let's increase their um, health benefits, let's lower their deductibles so they don't have to pay more if they need to go and get the medication. Whatever we, a 401k is. Yeah, yeah increase, well, that's the yeah. pension plan, isn't it? There you um, go, I knew that. Little bits like that, you know, just increase the attraction for working for the company because the money's great, right? I, I've had jobs that have paid me an absolute fortune and I've hated them. I've had jobs that have barely, barely paid me enough to keep me roof over my head and I've loved them. What you need to do is foster an attitude of, of people coming to a company and saying, I've loved working for this company even though I'm not earning a great deal because I get X, Y, and Z covered. Absolutely. And, you know, it's robbing Peter to pay Paul, but I'm absolutely happy with that. And, you know, it, it yeah. is those benefits. You know, as soon as I left my last company, whose name I refused to utter anymore, I lost a mega benefit that actually would cost me over £1,200 a year. I just got rid of that thing. No longer wanted it anymore. You know, we, we know the Disney dining plan is an incentive, and they're saying it's a staffing issue. Then re-incentivize. If I work at Disney and I, I, I say, Lewis, come work at this job, it's great. Give me $2,000 for introducing that man there. Or there, wherever you are. You know, all the things that companies seem to be doing, but for some reason, Disney aren't. Let's get people back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we know Iger's got a hell of a job on to obviously turn around what's happening with the company. Um, and what's happened to the company um and obviously we're not we're not going to go and uh, go across all remits of the company because ultimately we are just going to try and discuss those the park elements so are there are there any things that pop into your heads straight away on what Iger might might do to change the parks in the future oh um, the man with the facial hair with his hand up. Yep. The fifth gate. Oh, okay. 
Let, let's be honest, we've talked about it a lot, a hell of a Here lot. Here we go again. Oh. Do you think Bob Iker <laughs> is going to sit down and look at the board and go, guys, why the hell are we not designing a fifth gate in response to what Universal's do so we can open it a year or two afterwards and steal all those customers? Because they're um, they're using Fantastic Beasts, which is a dead franchise, and Disney don't care about that. That's why. Can uh, I can I just ask? Ahead? Can I just ask a question though? Okay, I mean, okay, so we're 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 chuffed to bits that Bob Chapek is going, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but how do genuinely how, how do we feel about Bob Bob Iger coming back? I didn't mind Iger when he was here for round one. I think he did a lot more good than he did bad. Um, and that's that's company-wide as well, mm. not just Parks. Um, you know, it goes to... When Michael Eisner is tweeting you saying, welcome back, you probably shouldn't have left. <laughs> it's, you know, I... I'm I I'm excited to see what Iger does on his return. Although I have just seen something flash up on my phone from um from WDWNT that states there is reports that claim Disney could be sold to Apple under returning CEO Bob Iger. I haven't read obviously the news article yet. It's just a headline for now, and I'll look into that later. But um there's that. <laughs> Well, Apple's got the money. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd find that very odd. Mm. I'd Welcome. find that really, really odd. Welcome to like, Spaceship Earth, sponsored by AirPods. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'd find that really odd. Yeah. But, you know, weirder things have happened, I suppose. But, yeah. I, I, mean, sorry, have... I mean, if you forget I even said that, because, yeah, okay. to be honest, it's, it's irrelevant so, right now. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see what he can try and do to fix the chaos that has ensured in the parks. Um, again, like I said, we, we know it's company-wide, but the, the parks is what we're going to discuss. I think one is the morale. He needs to bump that up, and I think he's probably the right man to bump that morale up. Mm-hmm. Um, my my thing is is how are him and Josh tomorrow going to get on? Because I it's... think. Sorry, I was going to say. Do you think there's going to be there's an issue there? I don't know, but I think Josh is. I'm interested to see where Iger coming back takes Josh, because um, I re- I really like Josh in his role. You see, I, I have a theory that actually Bob Iger kind of mistakenly put JPEG in because, as you said, he, he saw these kind of wonderful results mm. and then, but actually then realised when they were kind of joint chairman, CEO type scenario, he kind of saw the, the man in the in the position yeah, and actually realise this is not the person, the personality, the ideal for the company, but then knew uh, or has seen Josh and the way that he dealt with people 
during the pandemic, dealt with the cast members, went in, shook their hands when they were coming back, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And as actually just went, and I think actually that tr this two year transitional period, and this is just my opinion, is actually a two year transitional period to get Josh Damaro ready for the role. Okay. That's so, kind of my, my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, that thought has gone through my mind as well. I think the only problem you've got with that is Josh is very much a parks person and yeah. doesn't probably know the rest of the company, which is smack bang what we discussed earlier with Chapek being consumer products and not knowing the rest of the company. But would you not think knowing that knowing and seeing the personality of what Josh Damaro is, mm -hmm. would you not think that he has the aptitude to learn more? Oh, I absolutely do. Hence absolutely why that two year process is, yeah. is actually going to be really key. Yeah. I absolutely think Josh Damaro can, can, be the sponge that Bob Iger needs him to be, take everything in and learn from him and possibly take up the role of CEO in two years' time or three years' time, wherever, whenever Iger decides, right, it's time to time to hang up the old boots again. Um, and I, I do, I really like Josh and I like what he's done in the parks. And I think he's a, like, I'd love to meet him in person because I'd very much like to shake his hand and say hello. And he's a people person. He's right. That's it. I look yeah. at Josh yeah. tomorrow and I think I could approach you and say hello, shake your hand, and yeah. you go wicked. And he'll go hi. What's your name? And he'll say hello back. Okay, right. I have to go now. But da -da 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 -da. whereas if I saw Chapek and I tried to do that to him. I might as well be talking to like a, a lamppost or something. It brush her off, man. Yeah, brush her off. Yeah. But I mean, like, and when you say things like that about he's a people person, and it, who does that remind you of in the parks? I go. No, it will. It reminds Walt. me of Walt Disney. Walt. Yeah. It, it reminds me of Walt because yeah. he he walked the parks. He yeah. spoke to the people, Everyone. and. He wanted to know what those people thought about his park. Yeah. And actually that's key. Absolutely yeah. key. And and you know, like I say, we talk about just the parks and he's and I'd love to see him have that opportunity actually for this maybe for this next year to have to do those blue sky thinking and get that get those bits of blue sky thinking actually interaction and yeah. have the freedom to make changes that affect the guests in a positive manner. Yeah. And then, and then maybe over the next, the following couple of years, you know, get into the more, the CEO type role, CEO type role. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think he, for me, he genuinely seems to be the guy that I would like to see yeah. take that next step up. And he was brave enough at the D23 Expo to go, the two fireworks shows suck and we're bringing back some old stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah. And they were JPEG babies as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I've got to say, you know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Harmonious. I don't mind it at all. I must admit, uh, I do like it. The, the one at Magic yeah. Kingdom whose name I won't remember is Atrocious. Yeah. yeah. Enchantment, 
is 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 disappointing. It yeah. it doesn't give you the feels. Uh but uh but there you go. Um yeah. and again that's we're we're, talk, we're back to that again, isn't it? We're back to how does it make the you feel the emotional connections that we we have with with the parks and with yeah. the films and everything like that. And that's what sells yeah. for most people. That is what yeah. sells that emotional connection. Yeah. Which again, going back to what we said earlier, is also something that Bob Iger has with the parks as well. Yeah. Because he cares about the product. He cares about the characters. He cares about what we think. And it's, it's quite clear that he, he cares about what we think and what the cast members think because he's come back and I don't think if he had, if he didn't, I don't think he would have. So I think he's got so much love. And okay, the, the paycheck will probably come in handy as well, but it's, you know, he's back and he, he knows the job he needs to do to fix the, the absolute crap well, show that he well when the first thing that you do is write to the entire company all yeah. the me- all the you know the cast members all all the every the, single cast member got an email every single em- employee yeah. and say i'm so proud to be back let's 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 do this kind of thing yeah you know that he actually is really really chuffed to be back and also, I mean, there has been a lot of talk about him having some kind of political aspirations, and that, for one reason or another, hasn't hasn't turned into anything. And I, yeah. for this, for the next kind oh. of point oh. in time, sorry, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. Right, okay, Biden's definitely going to run again. We know that for certain. Do you think he's come back into the job to stop somebody around saying, "All right, Biden's not going to do it. We want you to go against Trump." Hmm. Uh, I don't think so because I don't think he's got that much of a political career at the moment. No. So I, I think he needs to go into like a governor job first, before and then and then senate and all that kind of stuff. But so I don't. I'm sorry, I, I don't pretend to know much about poli- yeah, American politics <laughs> apart from the fact that I love the West Wing. Um, oh, so totally. yeah. Hamilton was also good. Yes. <laughs> um... but, Lot, lot, lot further back. <laughs> Just to go back as well with what you're saying about um, Bob Iger emailing all the staff. I don't know if you guys know this. You know he emailed the entire workforce 20 to 15 minutes before it was publicly announced that he wanted the workforce to know before the media. Yeah. Name, right. That that says massive amounts to make. You know, you yeah. guys are more important than the Washington Chronicle or the New York Times. You will get it, and I, I, I bet you a thousand pounds. That email was leaked to high heavens by everyone. Oh, yeah. I, know, I, I follow I follow somebody on Twitter that that tweeted um, that tweeted saying I think his name's uh, Scott Gustin. He yep. is on Twitter. He's a really really good Parks reporter, and he tweeted saying he received um, a, a, a text from a cast member friend with the, with the uh, email saying, "Oh, okay, so he." he went to double check and try and find a second source. Mm-hmm. And in four minutes after he received the original text, he got a text off another cast member friend saying it's real. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, right. Okay. Now I'm going to report it. 
Yeah. And, and I think actually that's probably, uh, yeah, that's probably a, a, one of the reasons that, that he's done that actually and the company have allowed him to do that because they knew that it would be a genuine leak mm. out. So they wouldn't have to have let, leaked it out to the press in any way, shape or form. Yeah. It's just like, there you go. And then, cause I, cause I actually, when we were talking about it on our, um, on our messenger group, I was kind of thinking, Ooh, do, do we just wait until, you know, Walt, Walt, the Walt Disney company make an official announcement, which they hadn't at that point when that it was all kind of leaking out. Yeah. But you know, when you were just seeing that every single news, Disney news outlet and then Reuters and then, you know, the Washington post and the wall street journal and everybody was kind of like starting to report on it. You kind of think this is serious. This is, this is real. And, uh, yeah. So fair, fair play, fair play. Um, and I, you know, I agree, Andy, I think it's, it's, that's the kind of leadership that has been lacking. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I agree with you, Danny, in the sense that that kind of leadership then promotes a positive attitude yep. to so many other people, employees that work for the, the yep. Disney company, yeah. the Walt Disney company. And I can, I can only assume that because, you know, and it's helped the stock price, but I don't think actually that should be the, the underlying point here, because I, I think if, if the, if the Walt Disney Company board actually got the, got their brains in gear, they would see what most people like laymans like us, who who don't work in stocks and shares and don't work in massive business, can actually see that the, the way that you build this company is actually on the fundamentals that was given to them from the very outset by Walt and Roy, yeah. you know. And, and why change that? Because it, they turned, I know they had some ups and downs and some serious ups and downs, mm. but they turned the, the company into um, something absolutely massive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Just thinking about the uh, uh, paycheck mistakes and faux pas. I know we've obviously talked about Genie Plus. Where do you guys sit on uh, park reservations? Do you think Bob Iger is going to keep that? Or do you think he's going to turn around and say, Listen, guys, these are going to go, but the capacity standards will still stay. We're not going to use an app where, you know, you could be in your hotel one day. It's absolutely lovely. And you think, you know what? I'm just going to have a wander over to Magic Kingdom and see if I can get it. I, I don't think they're going anywhere either. <laughs> Much like Genie, I don't think they're going anywhere. Because I, yeah. think, I, I think it works too well for the company. I think while they're having staff issues still, it will Again, be in place. It could be a staffing thing as well now. Yeah. yeah. However, however, I personally think that as somebody who, and I, I think I said this in a message earlier on today, uh, you know, and you already said this, Danny, you know, you can't run the Walt Disney company on statistics yeah. and actually... I think if they look at this properly and if, if Bob kind of goes, Bob Iger goes back to Josh and, and says, you know, is this really working for us? You know, are we seeing the best out of us? I think 
like long term, they'll think this is not a positive thing for guests' satisfaction. And you've got to look at guest satisfaction because yeah. long long term, it's okay now because we've come out of a pandemic and everybody's desperate to go and all that kind of stuff. But how many people do we know that have gone and said, I don't really want to go back if there's a park reservation system because it's just yeah. absolute faff. Yeah, you could do a week at Universal and not have to book book a park reservation at all. And absolutely. I've got um, the same argument over here with Merlin as well. And the fact right. that we have to we have to book up park reservations over here for Thought Park, Chesterton and all that stuff. Yeah. I've got the same I've got the same issue. I don't think it needs to be done now. Parks are back to being open properly and they should be back to being at full capacity with with staffing in place. And it's and if the if the staffing isn't in place, then that is the thing that needs to be fixed over the next six months. Like we were saying earlier, we need to pay these people what they're worth and get them into the job and get them doing that job and get the capacity back up to get people back in the park. Ultimately, if you can do that, you're going to make your money back because let's be honest, you, you, you're going to, the, the extra guests are going to pay for the extra cast members and their hourly wage with, with, what they buy in merchandise or what they buy in food. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also I think there's a, there's a, there's a couple of elements to the park reservations that, you know, will have a, have a, detri have a detrimental effect to park capacity. So obviously we know that it stresses people out because if they want to change their mind a couple of days in advance, Generally, if you want to go to Magic Kingdom or to Hollywood Studios, there's no hope in hell you're going to get get a reservation no. uh, changed in, in within a week, effectively. So that that causes an issue. So what will hap What happens is, from my from what I I think ha happens is that people will make, for example, Magic Kingdom reservations for the whole stay, and then change them to animal kingdom whatever you know just beforehand so that means yeah. that there are there are reservation availability you know at, at some point which yeah. basically means that if there wasn't a reservation because you people feel the the pressure to have a reservation for a specific park yeah you know there, there's no freedom to, of will to change their mind that you'll change your mind really and you, you feel like you have to use it. I think most people feel like they have to use it. Some won't, but you know, I think generally. So you're forcing, I think that you're forcing people to have an experience. Whereas it will actually even itself out if there's just free will. Because effectively, people want to change their minds. People want to park hop. People want to have that freedom of turning up or not turning up. And yeah. I think actually that that whole situation where... Have we got enough enough um, cast members in to, to to you know facilitate the need? I think that will just it would naturally even itself out anyway. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I also think there will be an, a natural kind of leavening out because it, yeah, of course, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna and then. The, you know, the arc is going to come back round. It will level itself back out again. 
and you will yeah. end up with enough you will end up with enough cast members and guests in the parks at the same time it happened pre-pandemic why can't it happen like after yeah. the i mean i know there's still covid around and stuff but we're dealing with it differently so you know but it's like why can't why can't we go back to that 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 yeah. and i'm not saying go back to the past i'm just saying go for, why why fix something that isn't broken Open. yeah um, um, yeah yeah I mean, I, I also think the best thing Bob Icahn can do is get the railroad and Tron open. Yeah. Um, and I ASAP. mean ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. Because they're testing it. We know it's working. It's just whether the inside of that building is finished. <laughs> and let's be honest, if it's meant to be opening up in spring, that inside of the building should really be 99% finished in there. I would imagine that when they talk in spring, because we haven't been given a date yet, have we? No, we haven't. Um, they are. There is a rumor going around that March is. Yeah, so I was thinking there. early March. I think actually, not long after the New Year, once the the Christmas decks start coming down, yeah. I think they'll start doing cast previews. Yeah, um, and then I so want to go on it. It, it looks fun. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I think they will. But yeah, going back to uh, Mr. Igo, I think he he there were there were so many things that he could potentially do. And as you say, it's a massive. Really, it's a bit of a car crash. Uh, yeah. What he's he's come come back to, yeah. uh, and there is only so much he can do because there's only so much he'll have the budget to do. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's picking and choosing those battles. But I think if you're think, I think if we're talking parks and we're talking about longer term benefits for the for the for the parks and enticing guests to come back, the things that we've discussed, which is lo losing park reservations and bringing out some some perks for staying on site, yeah. and definitely thinking about the um, dining plan. I think they are key. They're key issues that kind of need to be dealt with quite quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So, coming back to the conversation point you said saying about limited budget, one of the biggest issues we've had in the last year, and this is on the back of the "Don't Say Gay," was it? Uh, it was around the same time. Are you gonna, yeah. are you talking about Reedy Creek and all that stuff? Yeah. So obviously, due to JPEG finally speaking out. Uh, he obviously upset, uh, is it Greg DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who went, right, that's it, uh, we're going to remove your contract that allows you to own the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Yeah. Which has uh, not only took away benefits of having that free will to do things on site, but speaking to friends of mine in the property uh, market over there, it's also raised land prices and property fees in central Florida. Do, do you think this is something I is going to go back to the table and say, guys, we need to get this back. What do we need to do with the state of Florida? Or who do we know in Washington that can go head this back straight away? Because that's going to save them money in the long run. He will probably deal with it in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, not sure how. Because I'm, I won't, I'm not going to lie, I'm not 
I don't really know the ins and outs of the whole Reedy Creek, um, the whole Reedy Creek story. I know it was he was like, oh, "We're going to take it off you because you, because I'm weirdo and I don't like what you've said." And it was like school bullying, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so <sighs> I think Iger will deal with it. I don't know how high on his priority list Reedy Creek is going to be. Um, I imagine it's probably going to be somewhere mid to low bottom of his list. Yeah. Still in terms of fixing things. <laughs> um, uh, you know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bizarre one, really. I mean that. I mean, sorry. I for some reason my internet connection went a bit funny, and uh, I I kind of missed the 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 whole uh, question, Andy. But I think if you're, um, I think with with the really quick situation, isn't it, isn't it the case that actually the contracts are in sorry. such a way that they, 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 there's nothing that the the you know the Florida governor can do about it particularly or you know i know they're kind of dragging it through the courts etc mm -hmm. but it's actually there's nothing they can really really do about it so as danny said i don't think it's going to be a high priority thing because it's all a, it's all a bit huff and puff if you ask me it's just a bit of stuff and nonsense and yeah, yeah. and I, I i wonder if it's a bit if it was a little bit kind of i don't know I, I feel like I'm blaming JPEG for everything now because I can. Because it's his fault. Yeah. yeah. But maybe they just had a. It, he just didn't. They maybe they just didn't get on. I, I can see somebody like Iger coming in and just moving that path right over. Yeah. And, you know, and, and dealing with it. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I don't think it's going to be that kind of high on the priority list. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, um, but it's good. He, it's good that he's back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hurrah! Huzzah! Yes. Um, I mean, have you got any more sort of honorable honorable mentions of things that Iger might want to fix, or do we think that's discussion over, and we are? I will add one thing, and I think it was something that somebody mentioned on Twitter. I can't remember it was Twitter or one of our social media pages. They were talking about DC naming James Gunn and another chap the head of DC Cinematic Universe. And yeah, that, that was on my Facebook. It was on your Facebook. Yeah. Why, you know, I, is he going to look at things and go, right, we know Dave Filoni and John Favreau can do Star Wars. So are we going to see any sort of really sort of like blue sky fanboy moments where? Get rid of Kathleen Kennedy and uh, yeah, bring those two in to run Star Wars and Lucasfilm. Yeah, isn't she, isn't she retiring anyway? Uh, I think she's due to retire, isn't she? But yeah, she, I think she will. I, I think good, with the exception of Rogue One good. and good. and or uh, the the John Favreau stuff, like you know Mandalorian, Ahsoka that's coming out, and as well as a. Uh, even Boba Fett have been probably the most successful platforms, and Obi Wan was fairly decent as well. So, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean, again, I I'm not sure that would be kind of 
Heine his his remit, but depends if, it's, depends if it's going if it's just just to sort Disney Plus, like we were saying earlier. Disney mm. Plus is his it's his it's a, it's his baby really when it comes to and he loves it all. All, that, mm. all the online streaming stuff. He he knows he knows the company can make money and even more money. Um, with Disney yeah. Plus, so yeah, I mean, I think that's a good. It's a good point, Andy. Definitely, especially when you look at what he, you know, Feige's not going anywhere. No, nope. so Marvel, Marvel assorted. Yep. I think I think it is. I think Lucasfilm is the one you need to look at. So yeah. I think I think mm. Pixar are fine, and I think Disney. Disney Animation Studios and Disney Studios are fine. Well, they were sorted uh, by him, weren't they, when they got rid of uh, what's his face? They brought in Jennifer. Uh, God, the one yeah. Lee? Yeah. Lee. Jennifer Lee, yeah. And then um, it's not Brad Bird, is it Andrew Stanton? One of the above. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm what, not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, listeners, it's now 20 past 11 at night and my brain is now turning into smush. So I. <laughs> God knows what you're yeah. like, Lewis. 20 past 12. Oh. Right. I think that is going to do it for this uh, for this episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed our little chat about Bob going and Bob coming back. And, um, you know, if you did, uh, we would very much appreciate thumbs up on the video. Um, even subscribe if you want to. That would be amazing. We'd love it. Um, you can also follow us on the socials. That's Facebook and Instagram um, at WDW UK Newscast. Um, and let us know your thoughts. Yeah. On yeah. It. We'd love to actually, hear what. Yeah, we would, yeah. actually. Love yeah, to hear what would. people think about it. Yeah. Good or bad. We can we can take it on the chin. Don't you worry hmm. about that. Um, but so, yeah, we would love to. We'd love to hear what you think of the episodes. Um, go back. We've got. Eight, eight more in there, as long as well as our ride POVs and a couple of room tours that Andy did on his last trip. So mm. go back, watch them. That'll be fun for you, I'd imagine. Cool. <laughs> it will. It, it will be will. fun. It will be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we need to go to bed. This right. is the pod you're uh, looking for. It is. It is. <laughs> right. Have a great, big, beautiful day, everybody. And remember, tomorrow is just a dream away. Bye. Bye, Bob. Bye, Bye Bob. Bob. Bye, Bob. <laughs>